episode of can you dig it a podcast by silver screen and roll and sb nation lakers community where you can find all our all of our work over at silverscreenandroll.com i am christian rivas here with jacob rood uh on a pretty eventful night for the nba and unfortunately like it seems like all of the most eventful nights for the nba this season haven't been uh for particularly good reasons and this is no exception on Wednesday evening, the NBA announced that it was suspending its games until further notice. Uh, until further notice is, is the term they used in, in the statement they released, which reads, The NBA announced that a player on the Utah Jazz has preliminarily tested positive for COVID-19, uh, otherwise known as coronavirus. The test result was reported shortly prior to the tip-off to tonight's game between the Jazz and Oklahoma City Thunder at Chesapeake Energy Arena. At that time, tonight's game was canceled. The affected player was not in the arena. So I'm going to pause very quickly and note that the player that's been reported to have contracted the coronavirus uh, is Utah Jazz Center Rudy Gobert. So uh, wanted to get that out of the way. Uh, the statement continues by saying, the, M- the NBA is suspending game play following the conclusion of tonight's schedule of games until further notice. The NBA will use the hiatus to determine the next step for moving forward in regard to the coronavirus pandemic. I think everyone was expecting the NBA to do something about the coronavirus uh, just because of how quickly it seemingly spread and, um, you know, just public health safety. There was nothing for them to just stand pat and, and not do anything about it. Uh, the action they were leaning towards prior to Wednesday night's events was playing games in empty arenas. Uh, but now we might not see any form of basketball fans or not for another month. Your thoughts, Jacob? Man, I can't think of a wilder night in NBA history. Um, it was one of those nights where it almost felt like you're in a movie seeing some of these headlines come across your timeline or, or across sports center. Um, each one seemingly wilder than the, the one before, um, man, what a, it's almost hard to put into words. What, what a wild night, uh, this is. Um, and just how fast everything is escalating. Like, like you said, it was this morning that they were meeting, and even into the afternoon, they weren't entirely certain what their plan was. And within, uh, so at, I'm looking at Shams' uh, timeline. So at 3:07, they were tweeting about um, what the plans are for the coronavirus situation and with San Francisco and whatnot. And at 9:27, he tweeted that Rudy Gobert. Um, had been dying or had tested positive for coronavirus. So that's how quick everything escalated. And within, it seemed like seconds of that coming out, they had suspended the season. Um, everything moves so fast that 
it's almost hard to wrap your head around. Um, it's hard to even kind of put into context what all this means because uh, there's so many ripple effects to everything. But, I mean, right now, obviously it's the concern is about the health of these guys. Right. Um, as we're recording this, um, the Thunder are still in – or, excuse me, not the Thunder. The Jazz are still in OKC's arena and it doesn't sound like they're going to be allowed to leave tonight. Um, they've been tested, but they're basically restricted from flying. And they were discussing, um, last I saw, about charter buses, which I, th- I, I don't think it's close from OKC to Salt Lake City. <laughs> That'd be a long, long, long bus ride. Um, so, yeah, I mean, this is such a just such a unprecedented scenario that everyone's just kind of flying by the seat of their pants. Like, nobody really knows what to do. We're in uncharted waters, not just for the NBA, but for literally anyone. Um, I, the only other league I can think of right now that has canceled or suspended their season is the Italian Soccer League, the Serie A. Um, I would suspect with how quickly everything is escalating that, what I said might not even be true by the time you guys are listening to this, because I think a lot of things are going to happen real quickly. Um, but yeah, this is just totally unprecedented. It's it's wild. There's so many kind of ripple effects, like I said, from it that it's hard to even fully grasp what just happened tonight. Yeah, and I think the ripple effects are what everybody's looking towards now because it's it's not just the utah jazz you have to worry about now it's the teams they've played within the last few days and the teams those teams played within the last few days and the nba is a very close contact sport and if if not even for that reason i i tweeted out earlier in the day that the nba by far is the world leader in pregame handshakes like that's something that has been adopted in the league for the past decade. Um, if not, if not longer that, that pregame handshakes have been a huge deal, just a lot of touching going on in the NBA. And if for, for a virus like this, where you don't show symptoms until a few days in, um, it, it, it really is just scary to think, you know, if, if it wasn't caught today, how much further it could have gone, uh, and, and how much, Damage has already been done. The hope is that it was an isolated incident uh, and that within a month, two months time, this situation will be under control, not just in the NBA, but uh, across the globe. We have some understanding of what what this virus is and and how to deal with it, its its effects, its recovery time. Uh, But we're just way too early into the process to know to know much of anything outside of you know, how it affects the Lakers in their season. Uh, and because we're not authorities on the on the subject of, of the coronavirus, that's what this podcast is going to be devoted to, not to uh, desensitize anything that went on around the league on Wednesday night. Of course, public safety is, is the number one concern here. It, after all, basketball is, at the end of the day, a children's game. Uh, mm-hmm. And the athletes that get... Paid to play in the NBA are very, very fortunate to be playing. Uh, I know I speak for you, Jacob, when I say I really enjoy watching basketball. Mm-hmm. Um, 
especially with how successful the Lakers have been this season. But it it's definitely there are things bigger than basketball, and this is you know without a question one. So, um, with that being said, the Lakers it seems like will not be playing basketball for a little while. We don't know how long yet, but I think the silver lining in all of this that that basketball fans can look to at least is that the coronavirus in China. Uh, has obviously, if I'm not mistaken, uh, can be dated back to late December. And I believe their CBA season is going to start kicking off again in two weeks. Uh, so obviously, you know, the the fatalities and, and everything that happened in China, um, it, 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 the, the good news is it's starting to slow down, it seems. Uh, the amount of cases that they find every day is is getting smaller and smaller by the day and that's obviously wonderful news uh and i think that's really the only place you can look to as an example of uh what the next steps are for for the nba and and you know professional american sports leagues you know outside of basketball yeah the coronavirus uh china alerted the world health organization on december 31st so about two and a half months I mean, I'd be I would I wouldn't be surprised if that's a similar timeline to what we're looking at um, with the NBA. I would imagine we're talking in terms of months and not weeks um, yeah. with this, because um, everybody who's been in contact with it has to be quarantined for 14 days, and. I mean, a lot of those, uh, a lot of those teams, a lot of those players tonight started that quarantine, but we don't entirely know who's all been in contact with who and whatnot. Like those quarantines aren't going to start um, all at the same time. So, yeah, I, it's going to be weird because I don't think, uh, I don't think the the league is going to start anytime soon or restart, I should say, anytime soon, Um, which is unfortunate, like you said. I know it seems like small potatoes right now, but it was really fun to watch the the Lakers play, Uh, well, excluding Tuesday's game, but it was really fun. It was really fun. I was excited to come on here and talk about how wrong we were about the the Bucks and Clippers games and how we were too pessimistic about everything, and now, kind of like you said, all that feels inconsequential. Um, with how everything happened, I don't know. It's gonna it's gonna be interesting just to see how this all plays out because, um, I mean, teams are allowed to practice still, but that's the teams that aren't in quarantine right now. So like, once those teams uh, who are self quarantined, I mean, they have to wait two weeks before they even start practicing again, um, and. I mean, even if you're starting right now, I wouldn't imagine the season would start for a month because you're going to need at least probably a week of practice, maybe a little bit more. Right. Um, yeah, I think this is going to be a long break. It's interesting from a standpoint, Mark Cuban pointed it out during his press conference today, um, and a rare kudos to him for his, he said unprompted during his interview that he would – 
they'd be setting up a program for all the workers in the arena who, uh, I mean, that's their paycheck, um, are these NBA games. And without those, um, the, those people don't have paychecks. I mean, so kudos to him, like I said, a rare one uh, for that. But um, as he said, the NBA is in a unique situation because they already have August and September, just totally dead months as is. Um, so everything can just kind of be pushed back in their calendar without much harm. Um, it's not a seasonal thing. They can play into the summer. They're playing in arenas and whatnot. It's going to be interesting to see how it impacts other sports, though, because baseball, for example, I'd be stunned if their season starts on time. It's right. already a long season that you can't simply just push back because they already play into basically the beginning of winter as is. Um, college basketball will be interesting. I would be stunned if the conference tournaments even continue. Um, there's already been multiple scares tonight. Again, as we're recording, the Big Ten tournament, there was one. I think the WAC tournament for women's basketball, there's one. Um, you I, In each situation, it, for now, it sounds like a bullet's been dodged, but you can't keep playing that game. Right, absolutely. Uh, so I would be stunned if those tournaments aren't all postponed. Um, it's just... It's just a really bizarre situation. Like I said, it just felt like you're sitting in a movie where, or you're watching a movie where, like, every headline you see, you're like, oh, well, that would only happen in a movie. Like, the the weirdest thing had nothing to do with sports. Like, I was with a, a group of friends um, in a hangout, and as this whole NBA Rudy Gobert stuff's uh, breaking, and we're all, like, talking, like, what does this mean, all this, like... So one of them just said, uh, Tom Hanks has coronavirus. And we're like, no, he doesn't. And like, it's not a verified account. And then it's like, no, he literally said himself he has coronavirus. So it's like, I do think in one regard, it's unfortunate that it had to get to this point. But I think this will kind of wake people up to realize that this is a very real virus. Um that we need to start taking a lot more seriously. Um, I think the NBA did a, a good job in acting quickly um, with its decision and the the speed with which they suspended the season makes me wonder if they weren't already right. debating that. Yeah. Um, but there was a, a graphic today or that went around tonight within the last five days, all 30 teams have been in contact with one another. Um, I'd imagine everybody's going to end up being tested. I know the Lakers, uh, there was a couple tidbits that came out. Um, but I believe they're having everyone work from home, all their kind of front office staff. The G League season's been postponed. Um, I'd imagine that's going to be kind of the protocol for everyone for the next couple weeks. But, yeah, this is just a really bizarre situation that, I think is going to become more of the norm uh, with all these other sports uh, in the next couple of days, weeks, maybe hours. And the self-quarantine is is really all you can do at this point outside of the precautions the CDC has asked people to take, uh, which, as a reminder, include avoiding close contact with people who are sick, avoiding touching your eyes, nose, and mouth, covering your cough or sneeze with the tissue, then throwing the tissue in the trash, 
uh, and cleaning and disinfecting frequently touched objects as surfaces using a regular household cleaning spray or wipe. That is directly from the CDC government website. So if you aren't doing that already, I, I strongly suggest that you start to. Um, but yeah, the the self-quarantining is is probably the most essential part to this this recovery process and and you know getting back to basketball which again small potatoes at this point um but it is what we are here to talk about and uh the the season resuming when the season resumes isn't as interesting to me as how the season is going to resume because i think depending on how long this takes this could take a month two months they either pick up where they left off in the regular season, which I think is doubtful, or they end the seeding the way it was with 20 games left in the season and start the playoffs the day they decide to pick things back up. Um, I don't know. Obviously, the Lakers are in a good spot. Last I checked, there were 5.5 games ahead of the second seed Clippers in the Western Conference. Uh, it might even be 6.5 games. Don't quote me on that. Um, I was trying to pull it up right now. It is 5.5 games and seven games ahead of the third seed Denver Nuggets. So obviously something like that wouldn't affect the Lakers too much, uh, bearing like a catastrophic meltdown in March, which I think disqualifies <laughs> quite the catastrophic meltdown. Um, but for teams like the Portland Trailblazers, the New Orleans Pelicans and the Sacramento Kings that were still fighting for that eighth seed spot in the Western Conference, uh, whether or not it was realistic is, is you know, a debate for another time. But it, it definitely was a mathematical possibility. And I think for that reason, they're going to have to work something out. And one thing I've been thinking of is Adam Silver's been kicking tires on uh, playing postseason tournament for Mm -hmm. I don't know how long. And I think if they were going to introduce it one year, like at any point of the season, obviously the players would have to agree to it. But in fairness to everybody else competing for a playoff spot, if they do decide to pick it up first game of the playoffs, uh, I think having that wild card game or mini tournament before the season picked back up again uh, would probably probably be in the best interest of of everyone. (laughs) I have no idea how they're going to restart this. Um, I think Woj had said something on ESPN about a when whenever they do restart it, that most people, his sources, had said it'd be a truncated schedule. I don't know how you pick and choose what games you cut off, though, because, like, for the Pelicans, for example, they have two games against the Grizzlies that's still on their schedule, and those are two huge games, and they're two close games, so... Are they going to, is the NBA just going to cut off the first 10 games that were on the schedule? Are they going to cut off the last 10 games? The play-in tournament sounds fun. I don't know that they would do it um, just because it's such a kind of an outrageous change. I would be surprised if they went right into the playoffs after having a, what will probably be a multiple week layoff, um, if not month layoff. Um, I think there'll be some form of a regular season almost to be used as a preseason to get back in the groove. But, uh, man, I don't know. It's going to – I just don't know how you pick up 
I mean, maybe they simply do just pick up where they left off. Um, there's what, probably a little more than a month left in the season. Um, I was trying to look. So the 11th, the last, yeah, there's about four weeks of the season left. I don't think it would be the worst thing to just pick it up where they left off and play further into June and probably into July, maybe beginning of August. I guess the problem you run into then is, I mean, theoretically, the Olympics would be in August. Again, I'd be stunned if they played the Olympics uh, this year, um, at least in August. I wouldn't be surprised if they pushed that back a whole year. Like, I, I, there's just some, like, we're talking about ripple effect, effects within the NBA, and it's stuff like that. Like, the Olympics, uh, the Euros for soccer, like, Serie A, one of the players on one of the star teams in the Italian league tested positive for coronavirus. They were asymptomatic. Um, but, like, they have played two or three teams since. Like, they're going through the exact same situation that the NBA is right now. Um, And they can't afford to push their season back multiple months. Um, So I, there's just, not just in the NBA, just so many things around the world that are are affected by this that, I mean, I say that it would be unfair to do certain things. Like, it'd be kind of unfair to cut off the first Mm -hmm. 10 games for the Pelicans, but, like, this might just be a situation where there is no fair answer. Um, this might just be a situation where um, you just kind of have to bite the bullet and be like, you know, this this sucks, but it, there really may not be a, a good resolution to all this. Um, I don't know. I know the NBA has met and they were talking about contingency plans they're certainly going to have a lot of time now to figure out how to restart this league. Um, it'll be interesting because, yeah, if they cut off a bunch of games on either end of the schedule, just from that alone, the Lakers might clinch the one seed. Yeah. Um, they have such a big lead. Um, so I don't – I mean, honestly, I don't know how serious the Lakers would take – I mean, they would obviously take it seriously, but if they – make a shortened uh, quote-unquote regular season. I mean, I could see them playing maybe three, four, five games of a regular season, almost to use it as a preseason and go into the playoffs. Yeah, um, that's a good point. That Because I just I would be really surprised if they come off a multiple-month layoff and go straight into the playoffs. Um, but I don't know. Maybe that's what the – maybe their hand will be forced um, – if it is about a month layoff, I mean, that would be when they would start the playoffs anyway. Um, maybe they just say the standings as is is how we're going to do the playoffs, and let's jump into it, and the schedules won't change at all. Um, there's just so many unknowns, so many questions, so many things that we don't really have answers to um, right now that it's just hard to really, again, just kind of wrap your head around what all this means tonight. Yeah, and I think that's the perfect summation of the situation because even prior to the season being suspended, LeBron James was asked, like, playing in the arena without fans. What are your thoughts? And his 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 thing was, like, I don't know. Like, it's I've never done it. 
most of the people on the team have never done it. I mean, we've been popular basketball players all of our lives. Like it, LeBron James hasn't played not in front of a a packed crowd for shoot probably twenty five years. It's been a little while, uh, mm-hmm. so. I think the unknowns and the uncertainty of what's next is is probably the scariest thing for everybody. Um, and if not scary, then then just uncomfortable. Like nobody knows what comes next. Uh, I don't even know if the league knows what comes next at this point because again, it really is just a waiting game at this point to see uh, if it escalates, uh, how badly it escalates, and what areas it escalates in. I know the NBA, again, prior to suspending the season, was having uh, preliminary conversations about having games in areas that hadn't been infected yet. I can't imagine the CDC would have uh, greenlit that. It just sounds yeah. like a bigger problem. Uh, but they they are looking for options. It's just we don't know which one is the best one right now just because it's still so early. The yeah, I I would have been that that idea that they would take games to neutral sites was wild for this very scenario. Like if they took the Jazz to a place that hadn't been uh, that the coronavirus wasn't at, like boom, the coronavirus spread. That's exactly the opposite of what you want to do. Um, yeah, I I. <laughs> I don't want to go too hard on Rudy Gobert on this, but it, his, he was kind of an example of how light, too lightly everybody was taking this. Like Absolutely, yeah. The, the video of him, I know he did it in a joking manner, but the video of him just touching all the microphones and the, report, the recorders of reporters, like those guys were tweeting tonight that they now have to, they're still in OKC with the team having to be tested. Um which, again, like I said earlier, it's unfortunate we had to get to this point. And, I mean, knowing enough about Rudy Gobert, like I said, I th- he did it in a joking manner. I'm sure he doesn't feel good at all about it. Um, but that was just kind of a signal of, the, mi- of the, the mindset a lot of these people had. And why a lot of people were just really, I think, shocked by this because they – didn't think it would it would get to this point. Um, I don't know. This is this is wild. This is literally. I saw a tweet tonight. This is literally the plot of Space Jam right now. <laughs> like the league is shut down. People are going to be in hazmat suits around the arenas. Like, uh, and typically you want to avoid having real life mimic Space Jam. <laughs> Um, hopefully that is the only way real life mimics space jam in the coming weeks. Um, I don't know. It's just, like you said, it's unsettling just because we don't know what's next. I, I mean, I don't want to assume there's a lot of NBA players and front office and stuff like that, that are going to be tested. I would be surprised, very pleasantly surprised if Rudy Gobert is the only person within kind of this NBA family that, Test positive. Um, unfortunately, I would imagine at this point it might, it'll probably get worse before it gets better. Absolutely. But, um, hopefully, this kind of opens the eyes, like you said, with with what the CDC's been recommending 
if you missed it, go back, rewind, listen to those suggestions, look it up. There's been multiple threads on Twitter about what to do. Um, and just be safe. Be smart. Um, it's not rocket science. Um, just uh, just kind of use your head, basically. And, and if you're sick, stay home, especially right now. Um, it's weird that it became kind of commonplace for people in America to be forced to work through sickness. Um, hopefully this is another thing that changes that. But right. uh, if you're sick, just stay home. Like it was, uh, another frustrating example tonight was uh, Fred Hoiberg, the Nebraska men's basketball coach. Um, he, like I, I, I think I mentioned it earlier, but essentially he has the common cold. He woke up, knew he had the cold, got cleared before the game, and videos were going around. He looked awful during the game. Um, and at a time like this, like Nebraska's basketball team was quarantined for multiple hours after the game while they figured out whether their coach had coronavirus. So just be smart. Don't don't push things right now. Like just just stay home. Um, wash your hands. Just be smart. That's all I can keep saying. It, it's it doesn't take a lot. It just use some common sense, and we can get through this. But yeah, right now it's unsettling and scary because we just don't know what the future holds. And I I think being smart is is a good way of putting it. But like being smart with yourself, but also keeping yourself educated about what's coming mm-hmm. out. Because again, and I cannot stress this enough. We are still this this virus is still so new. There's so much we don't know about it. Uh, so the more informed we can be, and the uh, if, as long as we do our due diligence, that's that's about really all you can do at this point. Um, and I know the the virus is affecting older people like the most, but I I, I think it's important to to say that even if you know you're a young person in good health. Uh, the 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 danger isn't necessarily you getting it, although I haven't had it myself, but it doesn't sound pleasant. Knock uh, on wood for both yeah, of us. Yeah, knock, knocking on wood several times. Um, but it's it's passing it on to somebody else um, is, is the scary part. So uh, definitely do everything you can uh, to avoid that, uh, to say the least. And uh, Jacob, before we go. Is there anything you can look at this situation, um, th- this break that we're about to enter into, uh, and and look for a silver lining? Because I I know I do not have a reputation for looking for silver linings when it comes <laughs> to the to the Lakers. I I was really upset because I was ready to come in here and uh, grill you about um, your pessimism of the how the Lakers match up with the Clippers. Um, (laughs) But uh, silver lining, I mean, this is, again, a little lighthearted, but Boogie might actually be ready for the playoffs now, depending on how far the season gets pushed back. So (laughs) maybe maybe the Lakers still look to sign him. Um, So my Kyrie and KD. Yeah, I mean, we may get to a point where Kyrie and KD are carrying the eight-seed nets past (laughs) the uh, Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, well, I mean, the finals. Uh, I mean, I love watching Kevin Durant. So, 
I would always uh, prefer to see him in the finals. Um, I mean, speaking of the Bucks, that's kind of a silver lining is that, uh, I mean, it, uh, these guys can get healthy, like physically, because Giannis wasn't going to play for a couple weeks. Yeah. Um, a lot of these guys that are going to be out a couple weeks with injuries will be healthy once, whenever the season restarts. Um, fortunately, the Lakers didn't really have any injuries like that. Um, I mean, maybe it seems like the Lakers right now are going to be able to keep practicing. Uh, so maybe Dion waiters can get much more integrated into the team than he would have been, um, in normal circumstances that it's really unfortunate because he was going to play for the South Bay Lakers on Friday and that was past the ball once. Yeah. That was going to be an absolute treat. (laughs) I don't know if the Lakers had a game scheduled Friday, but I would have watched South Bay over the Lakers game on Friday. (laughs) Um, they also, if I know it kind of slid under the radar, the G league also suspended its season. Um, on Wednesday, they announced it a little bit later. Um, so, yeah, I mean, being able to get these guys healthy and, uh, yeah, just, I don't know. It, it's hard to find a whole lot of silver linings right now because there's just, it's so uh, uncertain, I guess. So we don't really know what's going to happen right now. Yeah, I think De- DeMarcus Cousins signing with the team is probably unlikely. Like, I also think Kevin Durant playing this season is unlikely, but it's it's a possibility. Uh, but I think what the the silver lining the Lakers and and Lakers fans can look at is uh it is a grueling 82 game season. There are 20 games left on the schedule, uh, and although they'd obviously wish it was under cir- different circumstances, um, this break could do them some good, and hopefully. By the time they get back, there will be some semblance of normalcy uh, when it comes to, you know, the games they play. And, and you know, obviously this isn't all going to be fixed in two months. It's likely that this virus will have effects that carries on for, for at least a year. Uh, but to to be able to return to normalcy as much as possible is I think priority number one, um, you know, not just for the NBA, but for everybody, uh, you know, that's walking into a store and seeing all the toilet paper gone and things of that nature. Um, I'm, I'm about ready to see that. I'm going out. I waited until late, which apparently I didn't know this, but I was, I'm going to the store after this, basically. I didn't want to be around a whole bunch of people. I mean, we're recording this at 1.30 a.m., but it's because Walmart here is open 24 hours. Um, I was waiting to uh, let everyone else go through the store and hopefully go when nobody else is there. Um, I have a bit of a night night owl anyway. But, yeah, I, a buddy of mine lives in L.A. and said that he went to the grocery today and the toilet paper aisle was entirely cleaned out. It was funny seeing... Dave McMenamin tweeted today that he was in line at a a grocery store. I don't know what store it was. Um, The line was, like, wrapped halfway around the the grocery store, and, like, three people in front of him was Jermichael Green from the Clippers, uh, who had – there were multiple people (laughs) on Twitter breaking down what he had in his cart. Um, 
That man likes his snack foods. Uh, I mean, another kind of ripple effect that we didn't talk about, there's just so many. I've seen this mentioned, and I just forgot about it. Um, and this is much more kind of bigger picture. The NBA salary cap next year might not go up at all. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Between uh, the whole China situation at the beginning of the year and whatever happens with this in the coming months, um, they're going to lose lots of money. I think the projection was like $115 million for next year. Um, <laughs> like I said, I'd be surprised if it goes up at all at this point because the ratings are already down, um, and now they're going to probably lose out on home game or on attendance. Um, so, yeah, that, and I mean, I, I was reminded of that because of another thing. I mean, I'm not going to cry for billionaires, but Turner Sports spent billions of dollars between the NBA and NCAA tournament, and there's a decent chance the NCAA tournament doesn't happen and the NBA season will be uh, abbreviated in some manner. So, And that's like ads and sponsorship money that's spent and... Again, like I'm, I like I said, I want to, I don't want to like cry for billionaires. It's just more of like kind of how these ripple effects are just everywhere that you look. Um, this is this is a wild night. Just seeing stuff like that across, coming across the timeline and and things like that. Like there's so many uh, like dominoes that that will fall after this um, that I'm sure people haven't even thought of tonight. Um, it's a wild night, man. This is. Can you think of a, a wilder night than this in NBA's history, really? Uh, no. No, not since I've been alive, at least. I, I imagine um, Magic Johnson's HIV announcement was probably earth-shattering um, because he was one of the two most famous people in the NBA, if not the world at the time. Um, but, yeah, that's that's about it. I... I it really has been a very terrible few months <laughs> yeah. to be a basketball fan. Uh, so I'm hoping things get better. Jacob, thanks for joining me as you do every week. Uh, and thank you all for listening. Hopefully by the next time we talk to you, we'll have better news. Maybe not news of when the NBA is coming back, but hopefully of things getting better. Uh, hopefully good news on Rudy Gobert, the Utah Jazz, Oklahoma City Thunder, and all the media and fans that were in attendance. Just everybody. Everybody mm-hmm. that's um, that's out there just trying to, you know, live their life. Uh, we wish you nothing but good health. Stay safe. Be diligent. Um, and we'll we'll you'll hear from us again next week.